previously on Dungeons and Doctorates. So, we now have a list of a lot of people that Rafi owes money to. In collaboration, discussion with Rafi, you've chosen three that you feel are the most important for him to either move on or feel safer in the city with his sisters. His friend, Bertolt. There is Salvador at the Three Heroes Adventurers Guild. And there is the Minotaur, Angus, who is an enforcer for the Mafia. And now we continue. we have to go over there now um what did we need to do there it's salvador right yes uh well i think the thing is obviously we don't we don't really have the coin to just pay everybody off but no i I think the thing is is that the heroes guild is obviously uh you know a lot more savory than some of the other people raffi owes money to and so i would feel a lot more comfortable doing a favour for them in return for the debt, you know, uh, rather than, say, the Mafia, who I obviously would rather not do a favour for. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know how much time you've spent over at the Adventurers Guild, but um, they're not all savoury. Sure, but I mean, at least the Guild themselves have some sort of, you know, honour system. Yeah. I mean, it depends where you go. I haven't spent enough time at the at the one here to really get a read on the honor code, but um, I don't know. I guess we can go find out. This evening, Frederick and his and she kind of looks over to Potentia with like a significant look. Frederick and his assistant Felicity are meeting with Minotaur. Like I knew you were dumb because you've done some dumb things. You picked the like halfling rights academic to make your assistant wow (laughs) that's a choice you made good good work buddy (laughs) so the three of you make your way out of the uh, less savory areas of the city Uh, Harold as you're walking through um, the shadow port you notice that you're being followed. Mm-hmm. There's a pair of individuals who seem to have followed you from the black market. Mm. Uh, and they're trying to keep themselves from being spotted, but your passive perception is just too good. Mm. Interesting. Um, I don't really want to look behind quite overtly to just see them. Um, uh, I will... Uh, I don't want to alarm anybody, but we appear to be being followed. Yeah. Hmm. I don't suppose, Potentia, you could um, sneakily uh, summon uh, summon your familiar and take a bit of a look at who they are by any chance? Uh, no, I can't. I haven't um, had the time or the capacity to resummon my familiar to begin with and I don't really feel this is the time or place necessarily well it, from what I've read it takes quite a while also uh, you know to bring them forth from uh, wherever it is they reside it gives you a withering look in terms of like well obviously this is what I study it's almost like you're telling you're, you're, are you mansplaining my own course of study to me Harold like 
I don't no, know, Harold. You made he's... me your assistant. Now you're mansplaining. <laughs> Uh, he's literally inquiring because he doesn't actually know for sure and asking the one person who but, he does know. But it, it's, it's something about the way in which he asked that question that felt very like, it sounded this less is of how a, you do less it, of a right? question, more of a comment. Yeah, it was like, they're not asking me. You're telling me how my spell works. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> like, mm. what? Uh, so oh, she just sort of gives you a, wither, a withering look of like, what? Like, I, I know how my... Okay. All right, well, um, I suppose, uh, I mean, it's a little difficult because obviously these people are probably rather attuned to subterfuge, but I do, I do have that little trick I could do, but we would need to sort of lose them down an alley or something, but I, I can, I can sort of cloak us in shadow for a little while. Well, that might be handy, actually. Hmm. I mean, Potentia's just sort of waiting for you. Like, if your intention is to go, like, wander off, she's going to stay with the group. She's still a bit struck by the fact that you just tried to explain her PhD to her. <laughs> um, mm. You're going to cast Pass Without Trace? Well, not not out in the open, I'm not. Uh... They would be about... 120 feet behind you right kind of like making as you make your way through the the crowds of people here in Shadowport towards the green narrows mm. um they uh, you know they're, they're keeping an eye on you making their way towards you yeah but keeping distance still mm-hmm. um how well does Harold know this particular part of the city I would say not at all actually okay. uh you are mm. in the area of town that's the furthest from where you've like yep. from a socio-economic point of view this is the area furthest from where you've grown up mm. okay so you're on the wrong side of the tracks now harold i'm not mm, <laughs> i'm not feeling especially confident then about knowing somewhere to turn um uh, okay well i mean look i suppose honestly I'm I'm not too worried about them following us to the Adventurers Guild. I mean, a lot of people have business with the guild. It's not so unusual. No. The, I assumed as members of the guild that you would be fine just walking into the guild and then I'm just a hanger-on of sorts. Well, it, it's more about our um, friends following us. Uh, you know, obviously... Uh, they're trying to get a read on who we actually are. Uh, so, uh, is there markets at the front of the guild like there was last time that we were there? Or that I uh, rather that it, I was there? The shop. It's a weekend, so yes. Ooh, yeah, potentially going to wander over towards the markets. Like, well, currently you're 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 making your way yeah, through the green like, narrows. So, which is, so if that when you get to yeah. the three heroes guild, yes. Well, how that's how about? I mean, it's. It's it's more of a weekend. It is the day that those markets go on. I'm sure we could lose them in a throng of people. Um, I mean, we've done it. We've we've distracted people in a market setting only recently. And she says that with that sort of like, "What did we just do? It's fine. We can lose them in a market. We just did that." Yes, I fear poor Raymond is going to take quite a while to recover from that one. Uh, all right, so. Uh, let's just continue to the guild then. Uh, I don't think we should be too worried about our uh, escort for now. We can monitor their existence. We just don't need to acknowledge that they are a problem. Because right now they're not. Okay, so you stick to, stick to the main roads? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we won't, um, yeah, we won't try and hide our path, I think. We'll just carry on. And I think making it very clear, like, we... we it, it doesn't matter. We're going about our normal daily business. This is not mm-hmm. something where it's weird that we would be walking down the street. Yeah. So, so as you travel through the Green Narrows, they continue to follow you. And as you cross out of the Green Narrows into the Westgate district, uh, they stop following you mm-hmm. and leave you to your business as you approach the Three Heroes Guild. Interesting. 
So it sounds like they were looking for us to go somewhere specific and the mm-hmm. fact that we didn't go there. Or they just or they just wanted us out of the Green Narrow. Could do a insight check if you wanted to try and gleam. I something. would love to. Give me a sec. I, I too will do that. Potential uh, will not because <laughs> she's just like. Well, I could roll an insight uh, check, but with a four, I don't know I'm going to get much insight. Uh, I rolled a 15, which is below my passive, so. Okay, so your passive. Your passive insight will tell you that. Oh, you were just in the black market and. Maybe somebody overheard you talking about a large amount of coin mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. had to deliver to somebody. And then you walked through a shady area of town. Yeah. Maybe they just wanted to rob mm-hmm. you. Well, that would have been interesting because Harold can cast um, uh, his constellation spirit at level four now, which is quite an Womp. upgrade. Womp. I mean, you're all, it's three, your three player characters. Yeah. Um, who... We're three level seven characters who are a bit wompy now. Like, I kind of just want someone yeah. to like to try just that because I wanted yeah. to. Just I wanted to it. cast hellish rebuke and just oh, see like Meredith yes. go all. No. <laughs> uh, but leaving your your tail behind, you've arrived at the Three Heroes Guild. There's a market happening out the front where some of the adventurers are selling wares that they no longer want or, or need or mm. think they can get a good price on. Oh. Um, there seem to be much fewer people here than there was last time you visited, in fact. Mm. Um, but there's still a few um, people looking around. There's looks to be uh, mostly like unusual sculptures and bits of like jewelry and things. Mm. Uh, there's that magic viol that oh, Mary yeah. the stole last oh, time. Oh, she clocks it and she like stares at it for a long time, and then keeps walking. Oh, it's it's like fifty thousand gold or something stupid. Oh, that's like an eighth of a dragon horde. Yeah, um, that you could carry. Obviously, not the whole thing, but you know, yeah, <laughs> a carryable. Um, oh, we could many rounds of mage hat. <laughs> many <laughs> many rounds of mage. Hat. We're like a fiftieth of the way there. We'll, we'll get it. <laughs> so Harold and Meredith, you're going into the Three Heroes Guild. Potentially, you're going to hang out outside, um, or you're heading in as well. Given they've been followed, potentially going to stay with them, but not in a like, yeah, um, not not. In I'm a, here, but I'm not involved. Kind of deal. In a in a like, I'm with this group, but mm-hmm. they are the leaders of the proverbial pack. Yeah. Mm. Um. um yeah, that's fine. Um, I was potentially going to have a look around the market. Just not like literally looking, but like just gazing my eye around, seeing if anything interesting at all caught my eye. I mean, I feel like we would do that on our way in anyway. Like that's yeah. the market's there. That's what you do when you arrive yeah. at a market, especially yeah. as a student. You're like, anything cheap I can pick up that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's, there's nothing particularly remarkable yeah, okay. Okay. at the moment. That's fair. Uh, you head inside the Three Heroes Guild and you're greeted by High Noon, the tabaxi attendant. Mm. Harold, Meredith, it is good to see you. Hey, High Noon, how are you going? It has been too it's long. It's been way too long, hey. So, uh, are you here for a, a mission today? I've not seen your faces around these parts for ooh, a month or so. Oh, uni work has really been getting on top of us, I think. <laughs> I don't know, like, if I could speak for Harold, but yeah. Yeah, for me, I've been buried under parchments and books, and it's just been a bit in- insane. Um, hey, we're actually looking for someone. Um, and we're wondering if you could help us out. Um, goes by the name Salvador? Of course. Uh, Salvador is over on his usual drinking table with a, <laughs> a friend or two at the moment. Uh, uh, I believe we've also got some new jobs on the board if you wanted to have a look. Yeah, I might do that actually while uh, I'm here. Yes, I mean, I, I would be delighted to have a look. Uh, Say, so do you remember uh, Do you remember Salvador's favourite tipple? Uh, he, he can be a little cranky. 
Uh, well, he's in fine spirit at the moment. He's been, oh, it's, in his words, it's past noon somewhere, so he's been drinking for a couple hours. Uh, he's in much finer spirits than when you last roused him from uh, unconsciousness, if I recall. You should say, you should say hello to, you should say hello, because honestly, the the tavern's been might quiet recently. Oh, did something happen? I, I noticed the market also was a little uh, sparse. Well, you know, it's the darndest thing. A lot of adventurers have uh, have gone out and just not really come back for the past month or so. Really? Yeah, I've, I've thought maybe some of them have gone out on some long adventures, which happens from time to time, but there's just so many of them that haven't come back. The guild masters, they aren't too worried. They think it's normal as business. Uh, but, um... You know, they aren't down here and they don't see the regulars the way I do. And the regulars, they just aren't being coming around. I mean, that does weird. sound normal. I mean, no. you know, if you go out collecting, uh, you know, you need to collect payment. Uh, and their, their marks, they aren't up on the board the way you'd expect them if they were going out for a mission. Now, just between the, the, the two of us... Um, not clocking potential at mm-hmm. all at this point. Mm-hmm. There isn't some other guild in town that's opened up and been pinching all our regulars, is there? I haven't heard Not anything. Something you've heard? I, I mean, from what I understand, that would be. Uh, I mean, they wouldn't be able to be official. Uh, yeah, that's it's. Just wanted to, to get your opinion on things. I'm sorry, miss. I I just realized that I have not said anything to you as you've walked in as well. Uh, my name is High Noon. Uh, who might you be talking to, Potential? Oh, she's with us. Meredith says and kind of just like looks up at, at High Noon with a smile. And like, that's that. Yeah. That's kind of end of conversation. <laughs> She's sort of the uh, strong, silent type. Uh. Um, can Meredith, like, elbow Harold? <laughs> I see. Uh, well, unless she has a, a guild affiliation, then she is unfortunately not allowed past this reception area into the rest of the guild. Not even as a guest? I'm sorry, but rules are rules, oh. and it's up to me to enforce them. Oh, gosh. Hi, Noon. I'm so sorry. Back at the Monostitch Guild, it was absolutely fine to bring friends. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, but, you know, I don't set the rules, and uh, these are what they are. If you want, miss, you're welcome to have a seat, and I can have someone come and bring you a, a drink or a refreshment of some kind. Uh, she's just going to glance across to the other two and just say, I'll... Go have a wander through the market, just like last time. You find him. We'll be back soon. I'm sorry about this. There are some some fine wares out in the markets, I believe. Uh, You're more than welcome to have a look and tell them that High Noon sent you. She just nods and turns, uh, sort of glances at the other two with that sort of like, just go fix it and then I'll see you later. Um, Look. And heads outside. Okay, um, I think Meredith's going to go over to check out the board. Okay. I'll um, head over to Salvatore, I think. Is it Salvatore or Salvador? Salvador. Oh, Salvador. Salvador. Okay. But it, it would totally make sense for Harold to get that <laughs> So I guess up to you, Harold, on how you want to interpret that. I think I, Ross, just misheard it. Um, okay. Um, so to remind you, Salvador is the person who uh, inspected your magic sword yeah, last time you were here. I kind of want to talk to him about it because I kind of know some more stuff now. Uh, he also was unconscious, mm. was very hungover. Yeah. And Meredith, I believe, like cured him of of it. Oh, so I and, have like, met roused, Salvador before. Roused mm. him to full wakefulness all Which at once. Right. <laughs> okay. He was he was kind of happy to be in the most mm-hmm. drunk, not quite hungover stage. Yeah. yeah. Uh all right, well Wolf Harold, you will head over to, to Salvador where he's currently uh drinking with a companion and we'll follow Meredith briefly 
over to the uh, jobs board. Mm. Uh, so currently on the jobs board, there is a a job um, to help a uh, an unnamed human is hiring adventurers to find a Medusa. Mm-hmm. Not kill, find. Okay. There is a town that is looking for some adventurers to help out uh, deal with a, uh, a a knight has been causing um, some havoc in, in the town uh, and they think actually it's not just a knight but it might just be an enchanted suit of armor which is a different level of, of confusing mm-hmm. and strange um, and there's also a, a job from a giant who is looking for an impressive large treasure okay. to uh, impress her boyfriend's father. Right. Interesting. Okay. Well, I think Meredith's just going to like file those away in the back of her brain and, um, and then okay. wander on over. So, uh, Harold, you get to the table first and you see that Salvador is uh, having a drink with uh, Wespy, the half-elf fighter who you know from mon- playing Monster Battles. Mm. Uh, and they're, they're having a, a bit of a drink and a you know a bit of a laugh as you walk over. Hey, Harold! This is Wespy. Good to, to see you, mate. You getting ready for that tournament coming up? I mean, not as ready as I'd, I'd like. I've... Uh... Uh, been a little busy with some academic work, actually. Um, but uh, I'm looking forward to it, though. Uh, first, first. Are you time. here to, to you here to, to try and get some information out of Salvador? He's he's clamped up real tight, not talking about it. Listen, I'm sorry, but uh, what my business with those wizards? <laughs> I cannot reveal what we've been working on. You see what I'm saying? He's just uh rumor has it you've been working on some kind of artifice or, or some kind of magical device salvador something to spice up the tournament i am sorry but i cannot say my business with them is under strict confidentiality well uh, uh interesting uh Hmm. Well, I, I look forward to seeing you both there. Uh, I have not been up to the coast for a while, uh, and it should be should be fun. I've never actually been to a tournament, so uh, this will be my first one. My first as well. I'm looking forward to it. Um, sorry, did you have some business with Salvador? I'm just finishing up, and uh, I thought I was going to head out. Uh, yes. Going to check out that new bar, actually, later on tonight. Oh, Awesome. Uh, yes, I do. I, I have a little business uh, with Salvador. Uh, oh, great. Maybe I'll see you later. And uh, Wespy stands up and, and, like, steps away from the table and heads on heads on mm-hmm. out. Well, Harold, uh, what can I do for you today? Well, to be honest, uh, uh, I, I do have some new information about that sword of mine that I... Uh, that I showed you previously. But um, actually, the real reason I'm here is uh, really to see if there's something I could do for you because um, a friend of mine, unfortunately, uh, passed away somewhat recently. And um, I understand that they owed you some money and uh, we're trying to make things, you know, right uh, to kind of preserve their name, I suppose. Now, I will say up front, I don't really have the coin, but, you know, uh, my friend and I, we're, we're very capable adventurers and I'm sure we could do you a favour of some kind. Um, uh, do you remember Raffi? He, uh... Raffi. He takes a, a long swig of his, like, finishes the glass of wine he has mm-hmm. and then pours himself another. Yes, I recall... Raffi, it's unfortunate to hear of his passing, especially as he owed me a considerable sum. As it sounds like you're aware. Yes. Um, You're not the only one. Uh, (laughs) uh, 
But yes, uh, look, as I said, I, you know, I don't really have the coin, but I'm sure there's something that you need or require. And, you know, we'd like to help you out uh, as a way of sort of squaring things away. Hey folks, Ross here. As always, thank you so much for listening to this latest episode of Dungeons and Doctorates. Hopefully some of you were able to catch some of our Twitch streams that have been happening this week. I do believe we'll also be streaming on Sunday. Uh, Check Twitter and our socials for the streaming schedule. We are, of course, streaming at twitch.tv slash dndoctorates. And hopefully, yeah, you can join us there. We've had a lot of fun so far interacting with some of the listeners of the show, and we would like to interact with you as well. Not too many other things to talk about this week. Of course, you can find us at dndoctors.com. If you have a mid-show message or a question for a future common room, you can leave it there. We have a form that you can fill in. Otherwise, of course, make sure that you can also check out something like our merch store if you want to help support the show. It really helps. So you can head over to merch.dndoctors.com and then see if anything takes your fancy there. And if you have your own idea for something, do let us know. Uh, we do like to be creative with the ideas and I see what we can do. So let's not uh, go on for too much longer and get back to this week's episode of Dungeons and Doctorates. He starts nodding. Hmm. Well, that's... It's very good of you as a friend, I would say, to try and square away those debts. Let me have a think about what you can do to to pay back what he owes me. Yeah, I'll have a think and I'll come back to you about what, what it is I'll have you do. Right, uh, that, that's fine, you know, uh, just... I mean, you know how to reach me, uh, with the guild, of course. Um, but... Ah, Meredith. It's good to see you again. No magic cast on me today, right? Hi! Meredith just kind of, like, looks at him and is a little bit kind of confused for a second and then goes, Oh, yeah! (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah! No, none none of that today. You're all good. Just going around, throwing out. And she like, <laughs> and she like, you know, puts her hands very firmly behind her back and winks at him. <laughs> you know, that's actually quite a nice coat you've got there, Meredith. Oh, this old thing. Uh, Thank you. It's a shame it's not properly tailored because <laughs> that I, it looks like the magic in that is not working as it should be. Oh, uh, I mean, I think it is. It's more that I just forget that I have it, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, but it's really nice and warm. I really like it. Yes, but uh, if if I'm correct, it's one of those... It's a cloak that reveals information to you about various monsters and things you're facing. Yeah, it really does. It's like when I remember to use it, it's quite handy, actually. Well, I'm, I'm guessing that because it's not properly tailored to you... It's giving you bits and pieces of information as opposed to something you actually might want. I, I mean, I guess so. Well, uh, again, you know, sorry to start talking business straight away, but if you want, I could just tailor that coat up a little bit nicer and uh, you'd be able to choose a bit of information from the creature as opposed to getting whatever it decides to spit out at you. Really? Yes, and as a courtesy for a guild member, uh, I'd only do it for, let's say, 100 gold pieces. Meredith is going to have a very quick look through her gold just to remind herself how much she has, <laughs> because... Okay, she, just, so she starts like, oh, hang on, just ca- starts yeah. counting coins. one second. <laughs> oh. So, uh, Harold, you, you said you had some more information about your uh, your sword? Yes, I, I don't remember exactly last time what I showed you, but um, some interesting developments have happened since then. Um, so it turns out that this sword is connected to some kind of location and under the right circumstances, or wrong, depending on the timing, I suppose, um, the sword emits this great beam of radiant energy pointed at a very particular spot. And last time this happened, uh, 
uh, I got a vision of a very, well, it seemed very far away and, uh, I mean, almost a naturally dark place, like like the, the, the darkness was consuming light itself. Hmm. Okay, well, um, if I recall, that sword is made of a a metal or a mineral that I'm not particularly familiar with, but because I'm not familiar with it, that does tell me a few things. Uh, most likely it is not uh, particularly common, we'll say, on on our world. Whether that means it's extra planar or from somewhere out there, and gestures kind of widely up. I presume the latter, based on where I happened to be last time the sword activated, yes. Uh... Well, that... I mean, it's quite a powerful magic. Um, now, something that you might not be aware of is that the uh, spells that many artificers use to identify magical properties, um, well, one, they, they cost a bit of coin to use, but two, they don't identify if something is cursed. Right. I Yes, I, I understand what you're saying. And it's possible that it, there is some magic on that sword that is protecting or hiding other magical effects. I mean, it's it, you wouldn't be the first adventurer to come across some kind of sentient magical item. Sentient? Yes. Uh, there have been a number of sentient swords and shields and things I've come across. Really? Yes. They're interesting things. They're usually created by powerful spellcasters or uh, some kind of divine intervention. They usually have, well, for swords, they're generally pretty aggressive. Shields tend to be pretty protective of, of their bearers. Uh, they usually have a purpose or some kind of motive that that drives them. Um, Harold, have you ever felt the sword move on its own uh, with a, a will of its own, perhaps? Uh, I mean, no, it doesn't really do that. Uh, if, if the sword does have a will, it is more... Uh, it seems like it was created, perhaps, uh, to... Uh, guide the user to a certain place, I would say. Uh, right. This beam that it emits uh, is always pointed in one particular place in the sky, so... Well, um, sounds like it's connected to that particular place, and um, uh, I'm, I'm not the most familiar with with creatures from the great beyond. Uh, I'm guessing... Uh, let me think. Well, the moon is associated with the goddesses of life and death. If it's pointing out that way, maybe it's connected to one of them. No, uh, somewhere somewhere else. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe this is connected to the, the star druids who unfortunately are a somewhat secretive circle uh no i don't don't know anything about druid magic really um most of their items tend to be made of natural materials wood and stone um yeah sorry i I don't have that much familiar with druidic magic no that's that's fair enough um there is a book I am hoping to get my hands on soon. Uh, it may have some answers, I'm not sure, but... Uh, uh, well, uh, if you find out anything else, let me know. And uh, if you ever want to sell that scabbard, you, you come and talk to me. 
Well, I I will. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, at the moment, um, I sort of need it to keep this thing under control. I'm sort of realizing now why the sword was gifted to me uh, inside of it. So, well, again, uh, I I'm sure I could find a buyer for that sword, um, but I would definitely be able to find a buyer for that scabbard. Yes. Uh, well. Uh, of course, if you do uh, find yourself in need of a couple of adventurers, uh, as I'm sure from time to time you are want, um, do let us know. Uh, you know, we would like to make things right for, you know, for Rafi. So, ah, uh, that's for for both of you. He was yes, he was both of our friend. Um, Meredith is is. Uh, very much an asset while, while we're out and about. I, I, I wouldn't want to adventure without her. So, yes, we'd be tackling this one together, I imagine. Yes, absolutely. Uh, well, um, I will think about what what it is you can do. Great. Well, I'll, I'll leave you to your festivities. Uh, Thanks. And um, if you find out where, where all my drinking buddies are gone, let me know. Yes, I did hear about that. Rather concerning. Maybe in our travels we may find something out and I'll, I'll let yeah, you know. Yeah, we'll keep it new to the ground. Well, that doesn't sound right. I, yeah, it sounds like, the, I, from what I heard, there was some kind of bar that's opened in town and everyone's gone to check it out and <sighs> apparently like win a fortune or something. I don't know. It's not really my scene. You see Harold... Harold's normally quite composed, and upon hearing some new bar seek a fortune, he he visibly for a second like furrows in like very obvious anger before realizing, you know, himself and <sighs> shaking his head a second. Right, well Did did Meredith catch that? Uh, I, it wasn't subtle. You can, you can do an insight check, but yeah, um, he wasn't, he definitely didn't manage to hide it. Uh, mm -hmm. that's for sure. 15. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say anyway. <laughs> Sorry, not to backseat DM. <laughs> um, Meredith is going to also, um, take her cloak off, um, and hand it to Salvador. Um, and... Um, and say, uh, what, what, what do you need? Do you need my measurements or? Uh, yes. And I also need to, this is going to sound a little strange, perhaps, but I need to get a sense of your aura to really, really, really attune this thing to you. Okay. Right, it shouldn't take longer than an hour or so. If you don't mind. I mean, yeah, that should be fine. Um, I don't really have time now. She kind of like takes the cloak back <laughs> and says, w where can I find you? Well, I'm usually here. Okay. Um, I might I might see if I, I can come back later. Is that okay? That's fine. Amazing. Okay, cool. Thank you. Problem. Uh, if you needed a rush job, I'd be happy to do it for an increased price. No, I think I'll come back later. Uh, how how okay. much would a rush job be, just out of interest? Uh, well, since you keep coming back to me and bringing such interesting information about this very curious magical item you've got, Harold, uh, I'll do it discounted 150 gold total. And it wouldn't take me more than um, 10 minutes. I think I'd, I'd rather have it done properly if that's all, all the same to you. I mean, I'm not questioning your rush job, um, but I think if I'm, I'm going to be paying that amount of gold, I'd like to give you the time to be able to do it properly, if that's okay. Of course. I understand and appreciate that, actually. I, I feel like, actually, we're going to find ourselves with a little bit of free time soon, so mm. yes, sure. Can... Fingers crossed, right? <laughs> yes. Ugh. Well, if you ever uh, need some help with magical items, you come back to Salvador. Uh, I wouldn't dream of going to anywhere else. All right, Meredith, we're, we've, we've left our friend outside. I suppose we should head off. Yeah. Um, thank you for your help. Um, get in touch and let us know what you'd like us to do, and I'll, um, I'll come find you with the cloak. Sounds good. So the two of you head outside to the market where Potentia you've found a set of 
four glass spheres, um, roughly the size of like a tennis ball, mm-hmm. that appear to contain uh, swirling elemental energies. Mm-hmm. There's a fire one, there's a water one, there's a, an earth one, there's a wind one. Um, and the the seller has just been informing you that they are elemental grenades that contain uh, a trapped elemental in each of them. And they're designed to be thrown and uh, avoided once thrown. Hate brain. Yeah, no shit. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> like, yeah. No way. That's, yep. Uh, ben, based on my general opinions from Imperium, mm-hmm. my assumption is I would think this was a terrible idea. Uh, you would think that simple glass and a spell is probably insufficient to... Yeah, so this is a terrible idea. These, these yeah, cool. Um, can I, like, I don't know whether insight is the right thing to be looking at here, but essentially I, I want <laughs> to, to put no too fine a point on it, I want to do a bull bleep detection on uh, on the, uh, the the person selling them. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm me, not going to curse on the internet, but give me an insight. that. Yeah. <laughs> 18. So 17 plus one. Uh, well, given the person is selling them for a discounted rate of a hundred gold piece for the set of four. Um, <laughs> and how much cushioning Sus. is placed here uh, and how each of them is like strapped to the, mm. the cushion that they're attached to. This person is very aware of how dangerous these are mm. and very aware that they want to uh, not be around them particularly much mm-hmm. and you're you are aware of how dangerous these could be yeah uh and in the wrong hands how yep. catastrophic it could be for the person using them yep does harold arrive to see this yes harold hang on Mary- hang on just okay. before you but before you arrive i just want to say something like before you Mm-mm, come yeah. in i want to say something to the guy so which is just are you um certain that it is the best decision to have brought these and she does that like dismissive hand action of like all of this deal you you think it's a good idea to brought these here to an adventurer's guild to a market that's rowdy with lots of people pushing them around and you are of the opinion that this bit of magic is an, is sufficient to contain these four elementals? What a muffin! I would say that uh, this would be the best place in town to find somebody interesting enough to buy such fine wares. Her eyebrow goes through the can ceiling. I, can I arrive at this exact moment? Yes, you can arrive at this. Exact so Harold moment. will um, walk up and take a look at the spheres and goes. Oh, so oh, an elemental summoning. I can do that. <laughs> yes, but these don't require uh, you to exert yourself. You simply toss them against a surface uh, with enough force to break the sphere, and then the elemental is summoned and, and uh, does battle with whatever is around it. I mean, I could simply turn mm. into one if I desired, so... Uh... Ah, yes, but not everyone is <laughs> so magically gifted as you are, sir. Can can Potentia just conjure a mage hand? It's a cantrip, so it doesn't cost yeah. anything. And just have the little the little mage hand just go and, like, tap on the surface in that, like, inspecting these wares kind of way. That, like, tap- she's not going anywhere near them, to clarify. Uh, but the mage hand can go and just have a little, little look. Uh, miss, I remind you. You, if you break any of my wares, you are responsible for their purchase. Fully aware, just trying to get some quality control where you don't think I'm going to walk off with them. Of course. Uh, out of interest, how, how much would one of these set you back? Uh, well, if you wanted to buy uh, one of them, it would cost you 30 gold pieces. But if you want the full set of four, I'm willing to offer a discount of 100 gold pieces. A discount of 100, so it's only going no, to cost no. us... discounted to 100, <laughs> miss. You are you are a a very sharp customer. Yo, low-key, that's pretty cheap. Elementals are no joke. 
Um, yes, I know, but I don't know that the quality of these glass spheres is going to contain them for more than about two minutes. I mean, they, they've, they've been contained for however long this gentleman's been here. Um, I've been here all day, sir. Uh, tell me, um, how much would you pay to... Uh, can I ask, did you acquire these or are you the, uh, the crafter of these items? These uh, fine magical wares were picked up on my last expedition. I see. <laughs> Disappointing. Well, um, I tell you what. Um, I I will purchase one from you. Uh, yes. Uh, you have one of each of the elemental types, I, I presume. I have. Uh, well, I have the the four the four common elemental types, sir. Yes. Um, I forget. Did we ever get like a pouch of holding or anything? Nah. Mm. Yeah, all of you are walking around with just like all your stuff just strapped to your backpacks. Well, I mean, to be very clear, on my character oh, yeah. sheet, I have everything sorted by like equipment I am carrying and equipment yes. I am not because yes. I have a backpack. Same, actually. Yes, I've sorted I, everything. Uh, thanks, D&D Beyond. Uh, yeah. um, what am I trying to... We came across a... Um, an X of holding at the Magic Mart, though, right? But couldn't quite afford. We just weren't finan- we weren't financially endowed at that point. No. Uh, tell me, do, do these uh, spheres come with some sort of uh, carry case? Uh, they come with a a very simple. Well, they can come with a very simple carrying case for a uh, one gold extra per per sphere. Uh, if you would like the deluxe carrying case per sphere, it is an extra. F- it is five gold pieces per sphere, but I'd be willing to do a set of four of the deluxe sphere cases for fifteen gold in total. Right. I tell you what. I will purchase the water elemental off of you and the deluxe case uh, because as Potentia has. Well, I was going to say intimated, but basically just said point blank. Uh, I would hate for it to shatter in my bag, so uh, I will buy I will buy the water elemental plus the deluxe case. Sounds like an excellent purchase. So let me just uh, box that up for you, uh, and this this gentleman opens up a a chest and reaches in like fully up mm-hmm. to their like mm-hmm. shoulder into this chest far deeper than it should yep. be and harold you will hear one water sphere deluxe case and then you hear a different person's voice right boss mm. and then the 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 arms come out of the, the, the chest the chest closes here you are sir and you'll be paying with i'm assuming gold yes yes gold uh, gold works well. Thirty-five. Uh, Thirty-five. Right. Yes. Thirty-five. How much? How, I know. I know. Harold currently uh, has a loan from his father, but how flush with cash is Harold? You want an actual figure? Yeah. Um, minus what I just did. Uh, he has four hundred and fifty gold. Okay. So he's doing all right. <laughs> he's doing doing very like very well. In fact. Mm. I mean, we did get a whole bunch of gold for a couple of adventures, and I think the thing is we've just never spent it. So oh, yeah. We're, mm. we're all, like, just laden at this point. Yeah, so um, you have a, 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 water mel- a water elemental of a size that will be revealed mm-hmm. at a later date. Can't wait. Um, <laughs> uh, contained within that glass sphere that uh, made as a thrown attack yep. against either a, a creature or a surface. Mm. Um, I would suggest a surface yep. <laughs> because uh, it's much easier to hit a, like a, a square that can't move. I yeah. mean, surely it depends on whether it's an iron golem or not. Because mm-hmm. in that case, if you aim it at its head, doesn't matter because your full distance is going to mean nothing's going to break on the ground at the feet of the golem, regardless of if uh, it breaks yes. on the golem. But because you have purchased the deluxe carrying case, mm-hmm. it is immune to like shatter spells uh-huh. and anything that would yep. destroy glass on you. All right, I'm going to add this to my inventory. Uh, you can 
if you feel like it, you can create an item on D&D Beyond, I guess. But um, So 1x Deluxe Water Elemental Sphere. Uh, uh, a perfectly reasonable purchase. Yeah, I mean, elementals are no joke. I somewhat suspect for that price it's going to be the size of a Tasmanian devil, but we shall see. Uh, <laughs> I love that my concern is more that, like, we don't know whether it's going to like being released from the thing, and are we now in a situation where Harold has released a water elemental on us? You're forgetting that I am a druid who can actually speak its language. <laughs> sure, that doesn't mean it has to like you. Just because it can understand you doesn't mean it has to like you. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Um, it's all right, I can cast friends. I don't know if that will work on it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think it's okay. <laughs> I, I can cast I can cast banishment Ooh, and uh, yeet it to another plane. And it would stay there too because it would be and it would it stay would be there from the, uh, the water plane, the plane of water. Yes, I know how to like. Oh, I know how to deal with mm. it. I just don't want to use my banishment spell exclusively on getting rid of Harold's stupid elemental. <laughs> As an out of you don't know. As an out of it game, might be intelligent. That's actually, I mean, you know, elementals are sentient beings. Um, as a and you've and you've now purchased. I one. didn't yes. mean a literally stupid. I meant <laughs> no, no, stupid no, in the you know, in yeah, the yeah. fact that it exists. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>